Hey listener, I hope you're doing well today. I'm Jacob, the producer of Pixels and Panels, a show where we take you deep inside the world of digital comics through conversations with your favorite creators and top industry executives. Our guest today is McGrave Offline, a rising YouTube creator helping you find the next webcomic to read. As a creator curating the work of other creators, he's filled an important niche in a world where readers face an increasing abundance of choice. We talk through his origin story, how he views his role in the community, and future projects he has planned. Hope you enjoyed today's lesson. Hey, Magrave, how are you doing today? Hi, man, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Happy New Year to you. Did you have a good holiday and New Year? Yes, yes, you were very, it was very good. What about you? Yeah, I cannot complain. Always good to take a little bit of time to recharge and step away, but very excited to have you here and uh, have you as our first guest of the year. So to kick things off, let's start a little bit about talking a little bit about your YouTube channel. Do you mind sharing a bit about you and what got you inspired to start this channel? Yes, of course. Um, well, I've been watching anime and reading manga for the past 10 years and it's always been a passion of mine to create content. I've tried it when I was younger with uh, games. It didn't really work out. I was also very young. But in the quarantine last year, I was looking for some new mana to read and I couldn't find anything. So I decided why not do it myself? And that's why I started it. You said you started with games. Do you mind sharing a little bit about what you were looking at? Were you just reviewing different games that you're playing or, or how were you approaching that? Well, at the time, I, w I think I was either 14 or 15 and a popular game at the time was Minecraft. So yeah. I decided to do playthroughs, um, but it didn't really work out because I was so young and I was doing school as well. So at some point I stopped doing it. Uh, my computer at the time was also not very good, so it didn't render the videos quickly. Interesting. And what made you fall in love with manga, manhwa, and anime when you were younger? Well, uh, I've started, I started watching One Piece when I was 13. And uh, at the time, the channel that I was watching it didn't have like the, all of the episodes. It was around 50 of them. So I decided to look into it like on the, uh, on the internet. And from there, I started reading manga as well. And after that, I discovered Manwa, and I just fell in love with it. Do you have a favorite that comes to mind? It seems like One Piece is, is a common yes, answer that I definitely, get. The definitely. One Piece? Yes, because I've been watching it for so long. I've been watching One Piece for 10, 11 years now, I think. Wow, and yeah. so I grew up with it. It's, it's definitely my favorite. Cool. And what does Magrave Offline mean? How did you come up with the name for your YouTube channel? Well, Magrave comes from, from Margrave, which I think it's a title from nobility back in medieval era. But it was also a title in a game I used to play that was awarded to players that had a certain amount of, a certain amount of gold. So at the time I got that title and after that I decided to go with it for every single game that I played. So I used Magrave for every single game and the offline came from, at the time I was thinking of making an offline and online channel and the online was supposed to be for video games. Oh, got it. And so let's start by talking about your YouTube channel. You have around 40,000 subscribers. Now, there's no shortage of people who try to do what you do, but you found an incredible audience that's really interested to hear about what you have to say about different manga, manhwa, and anime. 
what do you think the keys are to make a good YouTube video? Because you've had a few videos now that have been pretty successful. What, what has been important to you as you made these videos? I mean, important to me, first of all, is interacting with the community. In the comments, I always try to, to reply as much as I can. And like, because they do give me also things to read, I try to give them what they want to read. And in the videos, it's all about giving everything that I can, like the number of chapters, the genres, make it easier for the subscriber to know if they want to read it or not. Interesting. And how do you decide what videos to do? Because I, I, I believe if I remember correctly, one of the top videos that you did was the top 10 isekai uh, manga uh, that you've read. How do you determine what genres, concepts, or themes to go after when you're creating your videos? Well, I normally just go with the things that I like, because obviously, even though I need to give my subscribers something they like, I also need to enjoy what I'm reading and what I'm putting out. And for example, with Isekai, Isekai is one of my favorite genres, and I keep on doing them because I love reading, I love searching for them. And as soon as I get 10 of them, I just do another list and give it to them. Interesting. And how long has your channel, have you been producing videos for your channel for? Uh, I started my channel in the summer last year during quarantine. So I've been doing it for, I think, um, a year and a f like two or three months. That's incredible. So within a year, you have gone from zero to 40,000 subscribers. Talk a little bit about what the reception has been like for you. Has it been surprising? It must be incredible to watch you build an audience that quickly. I mean, at the beginning, obviously, I did a uh, a lot of videos for the first two months for absolutely nobody but once in a while i would get an, a few comments i would reply to them and all of a sudden there was one specific video that blew up that was top 10 uh mine was similar to soul leveling because soul leveling was popping off at the time and a lot of people started coming in and subscribing and i would have a lot of comments and i would reply to them and it was amazing actually i, I didn't think i would go this fast yeah. And another thing that I noticed about your channel is there's a lot more appetite for manga and manhwa reviews than for anime, uh, at least for your channel. Why do you think that is? And has that been something that has caught you by surprise? Yes. Uh, well, when I first started my YouTube channel, my main focus was supposed to be on anime because I've been watching for so many years. I have a lot of content put out. But surprisingly, manhwa and manga, manga were way more viewed than the anime. I think that's because the top 10 on animes are a very beaten up market. There's right. already a lot of it. And in terms of manga and specifically manhwa, there's not a lot of it. And people are trying to search for it. And when they can't find it, well, they, they come to my channel. Yeah, it's very interesting to see that you're one of the few people that review manhwa and webtoons on YouTube. Are there other reviewers that you liked in particular uh, that you use as inspiration as you crafted your own style? Or did you kind of just start with what you liked and how you approach stories? Yeah, when I started, there weren't many. And that's one of the reasons why I started because I was looking for something and I couldn't find it. So I just started with things that I liked and things that I've read, like Isekai, for example. Mm -hmm. And from there, I did like right now I do go sometimes go to other channels because I've seen that recently a lot of channels have been popping off maybe uh, I'm not really sure why maybe I didn't pay attention enough before but once in a while I do go to another other channels there's one which I'm not sure I think its name is Manga Experts 
-hmm. I go there just to get some recommendations for myself because I also want to read new things. Got it. And when you review a story, what do you look for? How do you approach reviewing? Because reviewing is one of those things that it seems like it's very easy, but actually sitting down and doing it and doing it for an audience is a lot tougher than it looks. So what do you look for and how do you approach reviewing a story that you've enjoyed? Well, normally I start by giving out the plot, uh, explaining what the story is about and what happens. And after that, I try to give the things that I like and dislike and try to focus on points like arts, character development, story developments. And I just go from there. It's not, it's not easy, but I mean, because you have to do it in like a minute, but I think I can get across my point. Yeah. And what's your overall goal with your uh, YouTube channel? What are you trying to achieve with it and where do you want to take it? I mean, I don't really have like a specific goal. I want to grow more. I want to be able to give people the things that they are looking for. I also want to focus more on anime this, this year to see if it picks up a little bit because it's something I also really enjoy. But overall, I just want my channel to grow and maybe in the future I can start my video game channel as well. Yeah, interesting. And one other thing I wanted to pick your brain on is how you approach all these different channels. So I noticed, you know, you have a TikTok, you have Instagram, I believe you've tried some stuff on Twitter. How did you approach all of these different channels? And how does what you do change depending on the channel that you're creating for? I mean, it's definitely not easy because every single platform has a different way to approach it. On YouTube, it can be more specific. You can talk about it. You can show people why you like it, why you dislike it. In terms of, for example, TikTok, because it's such a short video, you just need to give people like, okay, so this is like a top 10 on, I don't know, sports anime. And here are the, the sports anime. You don't really give out your opinion. So the way you, you edit it and the way you think about it has to be more concise, you know? Interesting. And you've had your most of your success on YouTube to date. Is that something that surprised you? Or is YouTube just the format that you have been, have been putting the most sort of effort and energy into and therefore it's been successful? I'd love to hear about the results that you've seen across all your different channels. Yeah, the YouTube has been, has been definitely the, the platform that I have focused more on just because it was something that I really wanted to do. I wanted to be uh, a YouTuber on the anime content and manhwa and manga. So I, that's where I focus most of my time. Uh, I created TikTok because I wanted to give like short, um, short videos for other people that may not go to YouTube and maybe gain some more followers there to also come to YouTube. Interesting. And for, for this year, do you think it's important to do your other channels and get those to grow as well? Or are you focusing a lot more on YouTube for this year? Uh, I'll also, I'll, I'll keep the same focus on YouTube, but I do want to expand more on TikTok, for example, and maybe Instagram, because I want to build a follower base there as well. Because the way, if you build a follower base in each community, maybe they can go to the other communities, you know what I mean? So yeah. I think that's important as well. That's really interesting. And you mentioned earlier, your focus and your energy has been on YouTube. Is there a reason that you've been drawn to YouTube first? I know, especially today, a lot of people get drawn to TikTok first. So I'd love to understand a bit more as to why you decided to be, uh, go to YouTube first, especially since it's been such a successful channel for you. There's not really a reason why I chose YouTube. I mean, ever since I was little, I wanted to do something on YouTube. 
and TikTok is very recent, you know. So I, I started on YouTube because that's the platform I want to grow on because I think you can build a more connected fan base there. Like I can connect more with my YouTube followers than I can, for example, with my TikTok followers. That's really interesting. And in terms of different content that you want to try, are there new things that you want to try, whether it's on your YouTube channel or TikTok? Uh, you, you said earlier you want to try more anime content. Are there other things that you want to try with your brand and your channels? Oh, there's definitely a lot of things that I want to try, but it depends. I, I, want, I want to start live streaming, maybe reading manga and manhwa. Uh, I wanted to try, I, I'm not really sure about blogging or anything, but there's a lot of things I do want to try. I want to expand and I want to make different content to my viewers that they want to watch, but it depends a lot on the timing as well. Interesting. What do you mean by timing there? For example, let's say I wanted to start um, live streams. It depends a lot on the manhwa because of, well, who owns the manhwa. I can't just stream anything. So sometimes I have to grow a little bit more so I can get the permission to stream those manuas. Uh, in terms of vlogging, let's say it depends a lot on if I have content to vlog. And since my, my channel is connected more to Japanese things and Korean things, I don't think vlogging where I'm at would be great content for people to watch. One of the things that has really interested me about manga, manhwa, anime is... Yes, these are stories that are produced typically in East Asia. Now they're being produced all around the world and the audience is global. You can visit any country in the world and you will find really, really passionate fans of all of these things. What has your audience breakdown look like? Are they people from all around the world? Uh, are they people that come from maybe one specific area? I see that you know, from your social media sites, I believe you're based in the UK, but I'd love to hear a little bit more about the audience that you've built with your channels? Uh, yes, I'm based in the UK. And from the statistics on my channel, uh, I have followers from all over the world. I would say, I think the I have a lot of in, in America, also United Kingdom. I have some in um, Eastern European countries as well. So they are all over the place, which is really, really good. Yeah, it's, it's incredibly exciting. And speaking of your audience and community, I see that you have a Discord channel. What prompted you to start your channel? Well, I started uh, the, the Discord channel because I wanted people to tell me what they wanted to watch. At, at the time, it was just a general chat for people to talk. And there was like a, a chat for people to give suggestions on what they wanted to watch. And I think it's easier because then people can tell me what they want to watch or they, tell, they can tell me, read this or read that. And I get a lot of recommendations and I can give them recommendations back. So it's a give and take. That's amazing. And what do you put in as a creator into your community? I've seen all sorts of things. Some people as a creator just have it as a space for fans to chat. Others, you know, like yourself are a bit more involved, but what are you giving to the channel and what have you seen from your, from your community? Well, I, I try to give as much as I can in terms of recommendations. And in return, they also give me recommendations. They give me suggestions. If they feel like a video is not that good or I shouldn't be making videos based on whatever genre that is they can they tell me as well so I communicate with them a lot and I'm just trying to make the videos that they want to watch and that I feel comfortable doing and that I like doing 
That's interesting. And I see that obviously you can use YouTube comments, you can use Discord to communicate with your fans. Is there anything that you wish you had in terms of a tool or things that you wish were better uh, for you to communicate with your fans? Obviously, it's a big part of what you do. And it's incredible that you can talk to people all around the world and get you know, suggestions on what to read from them. But is there something that could make your life a little bit easier? I mean, in terms of YouTube, there's this thing where when you reply to comments, they can reply back. But because YouTube gives you the notifications on the upper left, sometimes there's so many where I just answered someone. Somebody's asking, for example, oh, do you remember this manga that goes like this? And I'm like, okay, so it, is it like this? And I, sometimes I just miss it because there's so many things that people say that I can't really go back and try to answer what, you know, what I asked. Yeah, that's really interesting. And another thing I, I've noticed in these communities, sometimes they can be really magical and supportive places. I believe I saw someone in your community yesterday saying, you know, I'm starting a, a new job and people were wishing them luck. Sometimes these places can turn really nasty. What are some of the best and worst things that you've seen in these webcomic communities as you've navigated them and, and built your channel? Well, the, the best things are the support. People are very supportive about each other, being it like people trying to start a new channel or even just getting a job. Uh, the worst things I would say, like, obviously, because this is a community with a lot of young people, uh, sometimes they just don't know how to act in the community. And because of that, they can say or do things that make other people uncomfortable. But besides that, it, it's actually an amazing community to be in. Finally, I'd love to talk a bit more about, you know, webtoon, anime, manga, manhwa industry. You've been reading and watching for a very long time. What are your thoughts on how these formats and stories have changed over time? What's your reaction to that? I mean, it's been amazing. I remember when I was younger, um, I even watching anime wasn't very well received by other people. But nowadays, it's such a, a big thing that everybody's watching it, being it like small things or even just big animes. Um, it's been it's been a, a very, very long journey. And anime has been improving in terms of quality, storytelling, everything, even manga and manhwa. It's, it's been a very, very long journey, but it's, it's, it's paying off. I think it's an amazing community. And yeah. So manga and anime have had more of more global recognition for a bit longer. Webtoons and manhwa, while they're very, very popular in Korea, are now starting to see more global reception. What are your thoughts on that dynamic? And what's your reaction to manhwa growing in particular? I think it's fascinating that you said, you know, when it comes to anime top 10, there are tons of channels doing it. When it comes to manhwa, there's literally no one. So what's your reaction to manhwa? And, Korean art and Korean stories in particular growing in popularity so recently? Uh, I think it's good. Um, I mean, anime and manga have been around for a lot, a lot of time. And I don't know about manhwa because ever, I haven't watched it for a very long time as in, in comparison to anime and manga. But I think it, it's still amazing because it, it's, it's exactly like manga. It, uh, it's colored. It's it's an amazing read. There's a lot of great stories out there. I think it deserves more recognition as well. Uh, and hopefully it does get in the future. And it's growing recently. Uh, at least I think so. Yeah. And where do you think the industry goes from here? Um, I just think it, it keeps growing. 
in regards to anime and manga, they they're already huge all over the world, and I think Manu is catching up. It's it's growing, and I think they're going to keep growing. And for you as an individual, how do you think you evolve and change over time? You know, we're talking to someone who has spent a year and already gotten forty thousand subscribers. So, what's the what's the end goal for you? I mean, I think as long as the industry keeps growing, my channel will keep growing as well because there will be more demand for my content. I hope so, at least. Um, and I'll just keep growing with the, with the industry. So I hope anime, manga, and manga keep doing well so I can keep doing well with them. And what words of advice would you give to someone that's just starting out to make their own YouTube channel in the recommendation space? Well, if I had to give a word of advice is consistency. Uh, I mean, starting out is pretty hard and boring because you're basically doing videos for no one. But I do trust that with consistency, eventually it will pick up and you will get a fan base. Wonderful. And one closing thing. Admittedly, this is very selfish. What are your top five stories that you've either watched or read? Uh, it seems like One Piece is on the top of your list and deservedly so. What are four others that come to mind oh, that you want to share? That's hard. <laughs> that's hard. Uh, in terms of Manua, I would say I would go with Soul Leveling and the beginning up to the end. Those are probably my favorite ones. Um, in terms of manga, there's one specifically that I really like. It's Remonster. It's an old story with very few updates, uh, but I do enjoy it. It's an isekai story. In terms of anime, wow, that's hard. I've been watching, <laughs> I've watched so many anime that it's it's very hard to do. But yeah, One Piece is definitely up there. Uh, I like sports anime like IQ, for example. And Hunter Hunter is also an amazing show. I mean, it, it's really hard because I, I've watched so many. There's such good stories out there. It's really hard to do a top five on them. I gave you a pretty impossible task and I think you did pretty well. So Mangrave, thank you so much for taking some time to chat with me today. Listener, you can follow Mangrave offline on all social media, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. And thanks so much for taking some time today. Thank you so much for, for inviting me. It's been amazing. Thank you for joining us today. If you have any feedback or want to be featured as our next guest, please write to us at pixelsandpanelspod at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe, like, or give us a five-star rating. See you all next week.